Hey, we're back. IJ and Avery, Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast, episode 55, Shabbos and Yom Tov. Uh, we're going with the working title. Seasons come and go, but Yontif never changes. Uh, we took a little bit of a break, but uh, we're back. Avery, we're back. We made it. Uh, this month has been quite rambunctious, to say the least. There's a lot going on. And we're now just reflecting Chagim, Shabbos. It, it was just it was Shabbos and Chol. Shabbos and Chol. Shabbos and Chol. You know, or like Shabbos Yantif Chol, you know, that mix. It was, it was a lot to deal with. So we're going to discuss this in today's episode. And Avery's looking very forward to listening to me bloat for uh, 35 minutes. Right, Avery? Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast, episode 55, uh, Shabbos, uh, sorry, seasons come and go, but Yontif never changes. Uh, we got some Shabbos table talk and dreading Yontif over this episode. And uh, we have several different topics here. Basically, it's a challenge to say the least to be single, but now throw Yom Tov into it. Now throw Shabbos into it. And it's just a non-stop. Why is that? Parade yeah. of why is it so of, challenging? Uh, huh? Well, we'll get. Well, I'll, 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 I'll answer that. I'll answer <laughs> that. Answer but that. it's just coming it's, up. It's just non-stop parade, and like it just cascades. It just grows bigger and bigger. You know, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and and, it's okay. and I love the Chagim. Don't get me wrong. I love the Chagim. It's a time to reflect. It's a time. To be besamech, absolutely everything like that, and uh, I wanted to break it down. You know, there are two sides to the story. There's the fun stuff, and then there's the challenging stuff. That when you're dating, when you're in shaduchim, uh, becomes a really big challenge. When you're single, where this is the single siblinghood, Avery, and you need to be there. For your fellow brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, so I, I think... Unknown caller. That's weird. Got a phone call. Hey, Bri, You calling me? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Shabbos, Yom Tov, Chagim, and everything like that. Avery, what's the worst Yom Tov to be single for? Well, first, let's, I guess, talk about why it's such a challenge. To be single and yantiv. Also, some what is yantiv? What is yantiv? What is yantiv? What is People getting together with their families to enjoy the holidays, take time off from work, take time to go to their community schools, take time to go to their schools, take time to go to their, um, you know, programs with more family and more food, and and there's nothing else such as work, such as podcasts, such as uh, business, hobbies, sports, distractions to to distract you. People, um, myself included, IJ included, if I can speak for him, end up in a place on Yontif where it's like, where should I be? Should I be with my family? Should I go to friends? Should I go to a program? And we end up, people end up in this no man place, no man zone, yeah where they don't feel like they're included in anything 
and they don't have something for themselves. So all they can think about is what they want, what they need, what they're looking for, what they're missing. You know, if you have a negative, pessimistic viewpoint of it. But certain holidays are easier than others, like you were saying before. Certain Yom Tovim are easier to deal with than others. And uh, for me, Simchas Torah, which we just ended, was very easy to deal with for whatever reason. I think for me, personally, Simchas Torah was easy to deal with because at this point in time, people are sick of their wives, of their children, the whole Moe trips, Adventureland, this land, that land. I, what do you do? I'm not looking at the... No, I don't do that. I, I speak to people when I talk. And also, you had to pick the one that I was going to say is the most challenging. Anyway, go on. I'm just saying, I don't think it's challenging. I think it's actually... It was, the a, it was a big boon to me Classic. to be single. Everybody came up to me. Oh, my God, you look so happy. You look so... What do you What do? you do? I'm like, well, look did, at me. I did do I have a child that. on my leg? Do I have <laughs> I a wife I, in I my did. ear? No, I don't. I totally noticed that, That's by the way. I, I noticed, like, you know, these, these, uh, these families were, like, sick and tired of, like... The husband and the kids and mm. the wife. Every, every, I, I never seen so many, like, young kids, I don't know, five, ten, just running around by themselves on the street. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I'm literally walking. I, I don't know. I walked probably, like, a mile and a half. You know, I walked everywhere over uh, Yontif. And, mm. yeah, it, it, they were all over. They were like, they're just like, get out of here. Get I'm out. Sick of you. Go. Funny. I don't care if there's a creepy guy <laughs> with a white van walking on the streets. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Do your thing. They don't care. They don't care. So Simcoe Story was very easy. Sukkot was tough. Yep. Because there's that new found freshness of Yumtif, of family getting together. It was a little tougher, Sukkot. You know, it was a little tougher to be. Oh, so you thought Sukkot was, was more tough? For me, yes. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of plans that go on on Sukkot. Um,. You know, I think that, well, first of all, I really like what you said before about the Chagim, that it's a time that you're kind of retrospecting and you're alone. There's no TV. There's no sports. Um, it's literally just, you know, you and your Yiddishkeit and the community. Yeah. You know, some people could like, some people have such a big family and there they are. They're in the house, and they can get away with it. They can literally just be with their family. I know a girl, I'm thinking of her right now, like, she doesn't probably leave the house, even for Simchas Torah. Mm -hmm. Even for Rush, probably just goes for Yom Kippur, and, like, she can just escape the whole Yontif in her house. But at the same time, I could see her thinking, like, you know, some sibling's going to make a comment, she's single, this and that. So sometimes, like, you know, community family kind of similar in those senses. Um, if you have both, then it's even more tough. Uh, or, or it could be more rewarding. You know, it could be more rewarding. It's nice to go home, too. Mm -hmm. I remember when, before my community collapsed. <laughs> I know, where's the violin? Uh, whatever. Uh, uh, before my community, my old, old community where I'm from, outside a town far away where people haven't really heard of anyone, Pelham Parkway, New York. Um, I love going back. Going back was awesome. My ch the cheerleaders... You know, like the old men in the in the behind the bima, the cheerleaders, and the old ladies, and and everyone, everyone loves seeing me. It was such a nice experience. Uh, but then, you know, you get older, you move to different areas, and and it comes different. You know, you kind of hit that age where everyone's just looking at you, and mm -hmm. they're like, "No, no, when are you getting married?" So, what are ways you know? to alleviate? <laughs> what are ways to alleviate? What do you do to alleviate that potential? Stressor. 
of Yom Tov Kamal? Oh, I'll tell, honestly, I'll tell you what I did. Um, for so it, it kind of changed. Like when I when I went to college, when I went to college, uh, that well, your answer directly is I just changed. I changed shuls. Mm-hmm. I'm a shul jumper. I have my shul. I pay the dues. The rabbi's on the resume. It's all good. Uh, but I jump shuls. You know, I went to an amazing shul. This um, this uh, this this Yom Tov that just passed, and nobody knew me. It was a it was a pretty spitzy shul. I'd say like semi. What was that word you used? Semi. Uh, Semi awkward, semi off, semi semi off. It was a off. semi yeah, semi off. It was a semi off shul, right? And I didn't know anyone. Yeah, it was all they the had people. A great kiddish people who they had just misfits enough. from other shul. Yeah, l- literally, literally yeah. misfits. Yeah. Everybody there has left the shul once or twice <laughs> to go yeah, to this one. Exactly, like because I I I you know I reside many shuls in protest, you know, mm. um, and and now you know I, I I was like oh maybe I'll go I'll go to the aguda and the aguda. Wanted me wanted to prove that you were not vaccinated, so I couldn't go there. And then I went to the Young Israel, and they required me to be vaccinated, so I couldn't go there. So it was uh, I had nowhere to go, so I mm. ended up at this place, and it was nice. Like no one really knew me. Um, it was fun. I had uh, a few friends, a few, just enough to like people to to just let you in. Like yeah, this guy's good. This guy's good. Um, and it was nice. And that's really how I handled it. That's how mm-hmm. I handled it. I just, I went shul jumping because I would say, and I, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm uh, late, late twenties, late, late twenties, early thirties, late twenties. And, you know, you go back and I remember in college, I went back and, oh, you're going to be a successful businessman when you're in college, you know, after college, I'm like, yeah, great. I came back a year or two after that. Oh, you're gonna, you know, you're going to be, uh, Who's asking you're going to move questions. here. You're going to move there. And I the said, people who are asking you these questions. Yeah, you absolutely, this. absolutely. I'm going to move here. Oh, you're going to finish the daf. Oh, absolutely. Then at some point they're like, "No, where's the wife? Where's the wife?" So that's that's kind of what happens when people go home for the chagim. Mm. Uh, th- that's been my experience with it. How about you, Avery? Uh, no, it's just should people uh, go no. home for the chagim? I mean, I think that's the first. Should question. they be home? Should you? Now, should you? Should you start, you know, your own life and just say, look, like, I want my own life. I want to do my own thing. Um, or, mm-hmm. like, there is a minhug that people go back to their family's houses, you know. And when you're a married couple, you know, when you're, when you're young married to, like, an older couple, you know, you go back to the parents' house and then kind of you're established. So it's different. But in this situation... What do you do when you're single? I think everything is important to do with balance. So you can't overdo it on your family. You can't overdo it on her family. You can't overdo it on her friends. You can't overdo it on your friends, and you can't overdo it on trips. You have to figure out what the balance is and who to go to that keeps you mentally uh, stimulated. You know, you like to go to your you know, in-laws, let's say, for a meal. All this we're talking about singles here. Let's say you like to go to your parents for a meal or two, Great, fine. You want to stay there for an entire yunt if I hope you don't go insane. You know, like that's the type of thing. Like <laughs> figure out other outlets and places to be. Uh, if you are not just taking a vacation and saying, I'm going away, I'm going to a program, highly recommend the programs too. Mm-hmm. But again, a balanced approach, I think, keeps everybody happy, you know? And uh, 
you know, parents always want more. They always oh, want to see you if, more. What if, what if, you know, the family's happy is at your expense? Uh, yeah, you know, we, we want you to have be to home for Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Simchas Torah, every Shabbos in between, or you're out of the will. Well, that's, and you know it's going to be a challenge. Yeah, right. Now, sometimes it might not. By the way, like. There have been years where I was like so happy to go home, mm-hmm. so happy. I think right when I finished college, university, graduate school, and then I went to, you know, working in Manhattan, and I couldn't wait to go home. It was gonna be so mm-hmm. much fun. That lasted like uh, you know two days. Right. Yeah. After Israel, people come back from Israel. People get, and then they they're okay. We're back home, and, and then they enjoyable too. that takes a year or two to like wear off. And they're like, oh, I'm going mad. My parents are making me nuts. You know, like <laughs> everybody's making me crazy. It's time to get out of here. Um, that lasts a little bit. But uh, as you get older, I think, again, like friends, things can be balanced. Uh, you find outlets. You find outlets. And, uh, yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, we asked we asked in the poll. There were some people who thought that uh, Purim was a tough young tip. And Purim is just a day. I don't know why. I, I, I wouldn't have thought. That, right? I would not think that Purim is so tough. Right? I, 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 I think, get it. I think they were being facetious, but we did mention it. We did mention it. And if I did mention in that episode where I said, um, you know, Purim was the toughest because, you know, they're like, it's, you know, the couples are out and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I recant that. I recant it's that. It's not. You know, because you, yeah, you can you can go back to your phone. You can go back. You can just mm-hmm. you can just kind of shut Purim out. You can go to work. So, you can go to work also, all you day. Can drive. Like, you, you can drive. Some, like you find out some parties going on. You know, you see on the gram. Yeah. You see on WhatsApp. Oh, there's something going on. It looks good. I'll message my friends because like, let's be real. Like most guys who are older, mm-hmm. well, you know, guys in general, forget age, guys, any guy 18 to 35 they're going to have commitment issues. Right. What are you doing for for Purim? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Up until the day, oh, I found a place last minute. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. It's tough. And by the way, that is a brutal, brutal brick wall that you hit when you're trying to make arrangements for the Chagim. Mm-hmm. You know, spending one, you know, one year I went to the Upper West Side. Never again. You know... My I, my friend uh, mentioned to me uh, Ruby. This guy Ruby's like, uh, come by, blah blah blah. Okay, cool. What's it like? Eh, it sounds good. I'm gonna come. So I get there, and like, first of all, there were like six other people there. It was a two bedroom. I don't know where the heck I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleep was important to me at the time. And uh, about, you know, guys are bouncing all over the world, the walls, blah blah blah. And we, we go to shul, and I'm just thinking, oh, I can't wait to just go back to the apartment, get some food, and we'll figure out, you know, what to do the rest of the few days. And uh, we had no food. There was no food in the apartment. I'm like, dude, what, what is this? He's like, oh, this is the move. This is the move. Upper West Side. You don't, you don't bring food. You, you try to find a meal. I'm like, try to find a meal. I would have tried to find a meal last week how I, had I known that there, we didn't have any food. You told me this was taken care of. This is a min hug of, of uh, some, you know, single Jewish communities. It sounds psychotic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense because Jews are anxious and psychotic. So well, I get it's it. It's the whole thing. Like, they want people it. to meet, I think. I think they want people to meet. So it's like you're forced. Uh-huh. You're forced to, like, go meet somebody. We had a friend. Uh, right. We had a friend, Mikey. Our friend Mikey, his daughter, went to the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty crazy. I never thought she would go. Like yeah. From base Yaakov, why you base Yaakov? Yeah, you girl? know, people branch out. People branch out. I don't think that's my, you know, you have to know your community. If you're going to uh, be somebody who you think you're going to meet somebody at an Upper West Side type of event, mm-hmm. understand what type of, you know, people they are and the people that you're going to be meeting and people that are having meals with, understand who they are. Like, they're not, they're not the type of community that I would necessarily put myself in the position to be in moving forward. It's not my type of thing. I understand what I like. You know, I do shidduchim. I, I am a shidduch kind of guy. You know, people see me, they're like, oh, that guy, he's shidduch, he's shidduch. You know, he needs to be told what to do by shidduch. He, he's the shidduch. He, he, he likes to be, right, he likes to be, he needs to be Get miserably taken care of by shidduch. I'm being careful. And, um, yeah, no, so you have to know your community. I, I don't think there's, there's a, I would rather personally go to an event place, like some sort of program, because at a program, you're tell away. Tell me how that is. I'll yeah. tell you why. Because at a program or a Shabbaton, which we plan to make upcoming in the near future, at a program or a Shabbaton, the difference is, is that you're all out of your element. You're not judging somebody based on the stereotypical crowd that they're with. Someone's in the West Side. You have this preconceived notion of who they are. This is a West Side person. I don't think I'm going to be, you know, involved uh, romantically ever with somebody from the West Side. It sounds nice in, in a Broadway show, West Side Story, but it's not a real concept Oof. for somebody Take, like me at the, at the who's the, from the, like, the five towns. Yeah. I'm not taking shots. I'm not. I mean, I'm slinging arrows. But I'm not taking shots. You, yeah. You'll never find me in Cedarhurst, that's for sure. <laughs> True. But... Um, no, I'm kidding. I love Cedars. But I love old Yidin. Yeah, you do, right? But they don't love you back. But um, it's okay. It's okay. There's a small slideline right there. So you were but, saying that? Oh, I have. A, but uh, at a program, at a program, you take away everything. Nobody knows anybody, yeah. and you're all sort of stuck. Well, what, first of all, what kind of program? There is a sense we're talking about gateways, singles, you know, any program singles. Oh, you're just gateways. saying. You're, you're saying I meant singles, singles, singles getaway, singles getaway. Have you ever done one? I have singles not. Weekend? Not officially. So I'm going to trust the guy we did who a singles hasn't weekend. done one and telling me it's going to be amazing? We, we did a singles weekend uh, a few weeks ago in uh, the Jersey Shore, but that was oh, a different, tell me more different style. Me. Different style. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> but um, I would rather do that. I would rather do that. I'll tell you that. That's why. Because, again, everybody creates a sense of community based off of being at this event. We can all complain about the same caterer, about the same waiter, about the mm-hmm. same lack of programs. You know, in the West Side, everyone's sort of on their own. We're not yeah. at, at this communal survival uh, ideal. We're not, we're not all surviving together. I don't know. What do you think of that? Well, hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mention something uh, one of our former uh, co-hosts used to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know which one she was. Oh. So when you mention programs, I think of programs like the Pesach programs. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were making fun of them, remember, during Corona. It's funny. Thinking about that a all, all long time ago. So we're thinking about, like, programs for the Yom Tovim. I have done. I have gone on. There are years when I went on these programs that I felt like a total loser. You know, I didn't know anybody. No one really showed interest. I tried. You know, and and it wasn't our style. It was hushkathically not compatible 
And it was, uh, I was in quite the conundrum. There were other programs that I went on, Yom, Yom Tov programs, and I was, they were the best of my life. I was hot shizzle. I was, everyone Why? wanted to be my friend. Why? Everyone wanted me to go out with their daughter. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I told them I, I wasn't related. I, I didn't know you. That was, that was a big one. God. I don't know this guy <laughs> off the air, everyone. I do not know um, him off the air. The food was insane. There was plenty to do. I like programs. I like, you know, Jewish Yom Tov programs, kosher Yom Tov programs, because I think you could really be anyone you want. You can really take on a different, uh, put on a different hat for a few days. Um... Or you can just be yourself, which I like also, because you know when you're when you're home for Chag and you have your family, you have you got to go to shul. You know you have to wear different hats. You know you have to wear uncle hat. You have to wear, uh, in your case, the aunt hat. Uh, you have you have uh, you know you have a relative that you're friends with and you're really good friends with and it's so nice to have him but at the same time you also have a relative and you're like oh my god i can't get uncle uncle harry's coming uncle you know you know uncle huh uncle brother huh he that guy oh fredo fredo cousin fredo on the air cousin fredo is coming yeah people here you know well that's okay cousin fredo cousin fredo's coming so basically there's uh you got there's a lot going on at home you're just like you know what the heck like i can't do this you know let's just go away to a program Every, all the meals are taken care of you know you don't have to think about much and you could it's a vacation at the end of the day it's like a really cool vacation and that's what i like about it you ever been to a program um yeah I like have. once or twice you mentioned i have you know? i hated it it was the worst worst time of my life <laughs> No way. Well, I was in that case. I was stuck with uh, a variety of people who, um, let's just say, I wouldn't walk into, I wouldn't be friends with any of these people, even if they were the last people on earth in the firm community. That's where I met you. That is, yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, yeah, but um, no, it wasn't my type of program. It was like uh, super uber yeshivish, uber yeshivish awkward. Uber, she was awkward. Oh, was, Uber, yeah. Sounds like uh, Gateway. It was I went not on my program. Um, but it was at least I was, I was able to it. make fun of it as I was there. I was able to okay. just laugh. That's a good way to do it. Otherwise, I would have you know? cried for a few days and been uh, quite depressed. Quite depressed. Oh, and there was nothing to do. It was absolutely nothing to do. It was in a conference so hotel. Um, I didn't like my roommate. And. Uh, Your roommate? Oh, <laughs> put, it, put it that way. Oh, Cousin Fredo was there. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, didn't like Let's my roommate. See. Um, but it was an experience. I'm happy I experienced it. I'm happy I experienced it. That's all. So I think I think I think like basically, to you know, after give, giving all that information, I think there there could be, you know, too much time with the family spent. Too much time alone. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Is like, is all this time really you know so tough for singles? Because not just only is it. Um, that you know we have to chagim and you have to go to shul and you have to or you have to be home. You can't be at work. You know it's no electricity. You know you know obviously we're all machmir like no you know shomer shabbos shomer kashrus right. Like is it just is it too time? Is it too much time alone with the family? Is it too much time with your with the people at shul? 
you know, you start thinking like, ah, do I really like these people? Too much time with the rabbi or the, or the rabba in your situation. Is it too much time? Is yeah. that the question? Yeah. Well, it's as much time as you allocate to it. I don't know, like, <laughs> what type of, uh, how much time, there's, there's 24 hours in a day. So, you're in shul, put the, put the Three math minutes. together. Three minutes. No, you're in shul for a few hours. Women have it potentially easier because they really don't come to shul. Well, I heard women, Aside yeah. from, uh, so the girls probably, we don't have a girl on to, uh, to, um, Purpose. review this perspective with, but I'm sure... It may be a little bit easier for them. I don't know. I'd be curious to hear what they have to say. Uh, maybe we'll put out a poll. Uh, maybe we'll hire a girl to give us an answer. Um, <laughs> and we don't know where to find them, obviously. But we... Um, we know. We know. We know. Yeah. We... For guys, it's... It isn't... It's during shul. You, you know, you're not wearing your towels. You're not wearing uh, a kittel. And uh, it, it is... People look at you a little bit differently mm. than they... Than they... Uh, than the average Joe, regular folk. But, you know, I wouldn't have any any other way because, you know, married people are, uh, they have their own sets of struggles and challenges and, you know, you can't really just focus on the fact on, hey, they're married, wow, unbelievable, good for them, you know, they, they made it, they hit the jackpot. No, because then another set of challenges comes. Then you have the in-laws and dealing with that and then, you know, dealing with your wife, where she wants to go, packing up, finding a place to, you know, get your kid to go to. You know, it becomes a whole extra set of potential, uh, I want to call it problems. These are good problems to have. I'm not saying it's not. Being single on Yontif and not being uh, totally depressed and in a, in, in a cocoon, being stuck in your bed is a good problem to have. It's good to see. You know, if you're happy and single and not going to shul, that's a problem. You should want. The reason you should be upset is that you want that life. You want to move on. You want to get to obtain a certain level of, uh, to progress in life. So it is okay to be uh, unhappy at times. Oh, uh, Avery, take take a look at this. We got the fun new video up on the webpage. Uh, it's uh, Eitan Kamowitz, uh, Labavich and Shaduchim. Gives a gets up at some nightclub and tells some very funny shit dating stories. And believe it or not, the crowd reacts well. They totally get it. So check that up. It's um, on shidduchpodcast.com under articles. Shidduchpodcast.com under articles. Um, everyone go to the website and check out you know those clips and the funny videos we have up there. I, I remember one woman actually mentioned to us that while men do go to shul, do mm-hmm. go to minion, um, and that has its own challenges. The fact the, the woman, the girl mentioned, uh, I think on uh, either on ours or holy shit, she, you know, she said, "Well, girls don't have that option. Mm-hmm. They don't. They, you know, in in most shuls, they can't go to shul every Shabbos. In most shuls." They can't really come what on Yom They can't go. To, of course, they can go. They can go anytime they want. There's no place for them. There is no a women's. Se- there's a female women's section. <laughs> you're so. I don't know if you heard of it. You're such a close-minded individual. <laughs> Where else? Avery. Some most some shuls don't have a women's section. What shul doesn't have a women's section? Congregation Ahavas Anushim. <laughs> Find me the shul that doesn't have a women's section. Congregation. 
uh, low O'Hay. Some men at, I know uh, only go for the woman's section. That's true. That's yeah. true. I that true. I can you you want to know anything more about that? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no. But they also mentioned the fact that preparing meals and all things, right? So they have to prepare the meals. They have to do those things. And men do it too. I do it. I you know you do it. But they just can't go to shul and get picked up by a stranger. Like, oh, hey, come to my house for Shabbos. Come to my house for the Chagim. Like, I went to shul and literally, uh, there were probably, I had six or seven offers. Oh, come to my house. Come to my house for the meal. A, a girl club, doesn't get that. Party. Yeah, they don't a girl doesn't that. get that because they're there. They're at shul. And what happens? Like, oh, you know, the wife's like, oh, she's going to, you know, seduce my husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is crazy. How do women, how do Jewish women well, think the girls like place. How do they think like this? Well, let's put it this way. Here. I don't want to be stereotypical, sexist, Avery. You know, everyone gets complains about what I have to say. I do. But the, a girl's place in the firm community is you do your little candlelit shtick. You know, you make the food and you set the table. You set the house together in a good way. It's a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. You know, people, the, the feminists will come after me. Oh, he's anti Women, uh, you know, going to shul and, and working and they have to stay at home and be the mother. No, being a mother is a job. It's a role. 500 years ago, there was no such thing as women working. There was no such thing. They whoa, were actually whoa. mothers. Whoa. There were real mothers who actually watched their kids and helped them grow. Birds, mother nest. There's a reason. Mother, there's a reason that women are... That children cling to like a loving parent, a loving mother. This is a whole this, topic, Avery. You're uh, open I'm just up saying, a can of words the can of, and the women, women who go to shul understand this, and they they learn from the parent. They cook at the table, and they they develop the house. And I'm sure many of the girls that we date or listen to the podcast help their siblings, and they help nurture the family. And that's what because that's the women, the woman's role. That is a that is the role in our community. If you disagree with me, take it up with. I'd love to hear, but I I think that is they I think are, that is a role. Uh, we know people who you know the woman wears the the pants of the house. I I completely, uh, not only do I I think it's abominable for a child to grow up where they turn the husband into like the woman of the house and he's cooking oh, and cleaning. Whoa, whoa. I think what's, it's I think it's this, abominable. Uh, gender, uh, I thought we're, we're getting gender we're not your non-binary gender uh, here. I am as as uh, politically correct as you come, but I think it's abominable. I, I can't Everyone's stand laughing. it. Can't stand it. Okay, well Avery's done with his tirade. Yeah, I'm, here, I'm done. And here. Uh, no, certain look, certainly I'm. I'm. You know, <laughs> here we are saying that. That look. Let's be real. That. I don't see that really often in the Jewish community. I'm, done. I, I, I'm in the Orthodox community. I don't. I don't really see it. I don't really see it in the Orthodox. I, you know, there are some cases, mm -hmm. certainly in the unorthodox community. You know, uh, the liberal, the uh, conservative, reform. You know, progressive. You know, they they have it there. Well, uh, but, you but, don't, but you don't but, see but it. But sticking to the topic here is like you know Shabbos Yontif being single. Yeah. Um, no, I, there was a woman, a girl who mentioned to to me, to us in the you know show somehow, and she said like, we can just like I just said, I get six seven offers, I go to shul, I I put my foot out the door, I get five six offers. No girl, it's different. You know, girls different. They can't, they just can't show up to shul and expect something to happen. So I hear that, you know. So maybe basically not really having a more welcome to your shul like the men do. Like the guys do here in Shaduchim and singles, uh, it 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 definitely 
doesn't propose too many other options where at least with us, you know, you never know. You could go to a Shabbos table. You could have a good time. I'm not going to. I don't know why women can't go to a Shabbos table. What does that mean? Well, they don't get the invite. They don't get the invite. Who said that? What does that mean? Oh, yeah. No, most women. No, most women will tell you they don't get invited. Like if they go to shul. And they bump into someone. They don't just get an invite like, oh, come to my house. Come, to, come for me for Shabbos lunch. People plan meticulously before Yom Tov to go to a certain place for Shabbos to go <laughs> uh, to find that, meals. Oh, oh, is that what you did? Women and men. Is that what you did? Women and is that what men. You did? I'm a special case. Oh, I, I don't plan. We're I, calling this schmuck out over here. <laughs> I'm a please, special case. Please. I'm a special case. Women okay, and men. Uh, <laughs> women or men are free, equally as free to do whatever they want and find whatever meal they want. I disagree with that entirely. So let me ask you, Avery, on this topic of uh, Shabbos and Yom Tif, right? Let's say you are dating a girl. Um, you know, it's more than let's. It's more than two, three weeks. You you wanted to go somewhere. Uh, would you invite them to uh, Yom Tov? What? To, would you invite them to your house for Yom Tov? Absolutely not. No. Well, now, what if she invited two, you? Two, three weeks. What if she invited you? Two, three weeks. Okay, what about two months? Two months, maybe, but two, three weeks, that's not a yeah. conversation. That's just, Why not? You're an older single. socially Avery, you're an older single. You don't got much going on. Uh, no. She's, go, she's going to Cancun. Cancun is popular this year. She's going to Cancun. She's like, oh, look, my parents are very rich. We want to take you. Unless home. I feel that there is a commitment in the relationship. This goes for two, three weeks, two months, four <laughs> months, five months, six months. Unless I feel that there's a commitment to a progression like within the relationship. Problems right here. Unless I feel that there's a commitment to, 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 to committing. The, here's my answer. You want my answer? I'll give you the answer. Unless I feel that there's a commitment to the relationship that it's going to go somewhere. Because I don't want to bring someone in for Shabbos who I don't think is going to it's just floundering upon. You know, found some woman on the street who is, uh, <laughs> you know, definitely uh, desperate yeah, to come to someone's house for Shabbos and is willing to. Unless I feel like there's some sort of uh, pathway towards marriage, I don't feel like I am going to have them over. I'm sorry if you uh, disagree, but well, we don't really nearly I, just bring I, people to I a think, house. I think for singles, um, you know, planning for Shabbos Yom Tov is done impetuously. It is done impetuously. It's done without really planning thought or, or, or care Be, because it's just on the full. Like, there's just so much to plan. There's so much to do, especially during these Yom Tov, especially... The, you know, the September, October, depending on the year. Mm-hmm. September, October, Yom Tovim. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I can't blame anyone for having a rancorous approach to it because this is a challenge. There, There's a lot going on. You have to, like, focus on yourself, focus on everything, um, just yourself. Like you said before, you know, this is a forced time upon you. Um yeah, pretty much that. Let's see what else we got on the topic list. So, it's after Chag. You had the worst Chag of your life. You're depressed. You're crying. You're, you, you, every, a hundred, you got a hundred Amir Sashems uh, by you. And, then, and you're, da- you're dating a girl. Okay? You like the girl. You want it to work out. And she asks you, you know, text or maybe when you're on the date, how was, how was Yom Tov? What do you say? Can you tell them, oh, my God, it was depressing. It was the worst Yom Tov of my life. What, what do you say, Avery? 
Be honest. <laughs> I don't do well, it. I don't know. What do you, if you had a tough time, be honest about it. Okay, like, so you, you're going to tell her. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. It okay, was, so she breaks up with you. Okay. She's like, oh, he's too. And she's not the one. I don't know. Like, I, it's, this is the only one vulnerable. left. This is the only one left. There's not. There's not. There's no such thing. <laughs> I'm sorry for the, uh, the okay. lack of. Uh, oh, what was that? You wanted uh, me to answer that? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. what, what would you do in that in that situation, RJ? Yeah, you know, it's tough. I, I don't know. Um, I, I would say I would, I would right away say like, hey, it was actually nice. Thank you for asking. Da da da. And then. I would bring it up at some point. Why would you like uh, give them false impressions? Well, I wouldn't lie because there were some parts of it that was nice, and I would say, "Oh yeah, like some parts were nice, were nice." Um, well, Avery's holding a knife, but then because I, I, I think they'll just, I think they'll run away. I think like, "Oh, it's depressed. Oh, see, he's just depressed all the time. It's an apple." I'm like, you know, and it's just, just is what it is. No. Um, I, I don't. I don't think we should. Well, look, look when somebody asks you how like your day is make going, make depressed like make everything sad and sorrow. Well, this adds to a good question. When someone asks you, what? Yeah. When someone asks you how your day is going, do you just say, uh, "Great," even no, if it's no. not going great? I tell them like, "Oh, I'm so sad. Like uh, I was dating this girl in Israel, and she broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm coming for her." Are you a newlywed couple or a parent of a newlywed couple? Well, you may have just found your shidduch, but there's another shidduch that our friend Broker Ben can make for you. And that's for your new home. Broker Ben sells houses, rents apartments throughout the tri-state area. He specializes in the five towns and Crown Heights. If you need a place to stay the short term, long term, to live and create a house that can build future shidduchim, reach out to Broker Ben at 516-491-9593 or you can find him on Instagram at the broker Ben on Instagram. Hey guys, it's IJ from the Nobody Talks Shit Podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about Kosher Response. It's helping families each and every day that are in dire need of our continued help and support. Whether it's Shabbos, Yom Tov, or even a weekday meal, we can't do it without you. Food will be distributed by packages to people's homes who are in much dire need. Hundreds of families are helped. So please partner with Kosher Response by doing this mitzvah with them. This chesed, and for all information, you can go to their website, which is donorbox.org forward slash kosher response. Or you can go to kosherresponse.com. Again, Kosher Response, helping families in need and doing great things. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode 55, Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast, the Shabbos Yom Tov uh, episode, which is we're calling... Seasons come and go, but Yom Tov never change. And I'm on my way. Please stop, please. You love it. You love it. Um, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but buy stuff our sponsors mentioned. Uh, every take it away. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a crucial... Uh, 
a crucial element of the Jewish single life, Orthodox Jewish single life, and I think I'm happy that we discussed it and talked about the challenges of remaining single, such as, you know, a lack of uh, distractions and, um, you know, the loneliness that someone could feel within the firm community of you know, by being single and and not uh, with someone, but also the uh, highlighting some of the aspects that people may not think are actually beneficial, and uh, and why it is important to stay aware of these things and keep plugging forward despite the challenges of the So push through, happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is the Nobody Talk Shadokan podcast. Alchi's Media Network.